I was thinking exactly what to talk about today, uh, and I was looking uh, through various scriptures to to really look for a point of reference uh, for the message. Uh, I, I really wanted to um, discuss a walk to remember. I wanted to talk about um, the way that that God places people in our lives. And so I want to read for you a scripture. It's found in Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6, verses 12 through 22 says this. Luke chapter 6, verses 12 through 22 says this. It says, One of those days, Jesus went out to a mountainside to pray. And he spent the night praying to God. When morning came, he called his disciples to him and chose 12 of them, whom he also designated apostles. Simon, who he named Peter, his brother Andrew, James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, son of Alphaeus, Simon, who was called the Zealot, Judas, son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. He went down with them and stood on a level place. A large crowd of his disciples was there, and a great number of people from all over Judea, from Jerusalem, and from the coast of Tyre and Sidon, who had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Those troubled by evil spirits were cured, and the people all tried to touch him. Looking at his disciples, he said this, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who hunger now, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when, you when men hate you, when they exclude you and insult you, and reject your name as evil because of the Son of Man. One of the things going on here is simply this. <clears throat> Jesus, as he started up his ministry, as the ministry began to take off, Jesus had many people that followed him. He had many disciples that came around him and that wanted to learn from him. But Jesus made a decision. Jesus, Jesus made a decision that he would choose 12. And so what he did is he went up and he prayed. He actually, the Bible says in that passage that he prayed all night. And he got up the next day, and he, there he was, and he then chose the 12 people that would walk alongside him for the next three years. The scriptures record all throughout that those people went through good times and bad times with Jesus. Those people were people that literally walked alongside Jesus all the way up, even to his crucifixion. They were 12 men that he chose, and they lived life every day with God. And it was an amazing thing. And I started thinking about that, and I started thinking about how that really correlates to our lives. Because the reality is, is that God has placed people in our lives. We know as Christians that God himself walks with us every day. But see, that's not the only thing that God does with us. God places people in our lives as well. Maybe a friend. Maybe a mother, a father, a brother, a sister, a co-worker. 
God places people in our lives. And those people, they walk alongside us. A lot of times what happens is, is that people will come along in our lives just at the right time. Just at the time when we needed something. They're there, right there, arm in arm, hand in hand, walking through things with us. And so today what I want to do is, is I want to take a walk to remember. I want to take a walk, a short walk to remember with you. There are some attributes that I looked at as it relates to these people that walk alongside us. And the first thing that I found is the people that walk alongside us, they are chosen by God. They are. They're chosen by God. God takes and He chooses people to walk alongside us in our lives. And He does it by hand. He chooses those people. Now, some of us, some of us come from maybe hard backgrounds. Some of us have maybe experienced things here or there. But I promise you, if you'll look back in your life, if you'll look back, I think you will see that even in those hard times, through those bad times, God will, has placed people in your path to walk with you, to get you to that next level, to get you through that next step. He chooses people to walk with us, and they are ordained by God to do so. One of the people I thought of when I, I was writing this message was Bonnie Chester. Bonnie lost her son, Austin, a year ago Thursday. Thursday was a year on the 20th. And I'll tell you, I watched as Bonnie walked side by side, arm in arm, with Austin, all the way to the gates of heaven. I watched her do that. I watched her as she traveled back and forth to the hospitals, as she traveled back and forth to Houston. She had three horrible episodes. One when he was three, one when he was 14, and another when he had just re getting ready to turn 19. Horrible episodes, but she walked with him. I tell you, that was God ordained for that mother to be there for Austin. She told us right after the service that at that time, right then when the service was going on, she was getting ready to go to the funeral a year ago today. And she counts it a blessing to have had the opportunity to walk through, to walk through life with that kid. She does. It was God ordained. The second thing is this. People who walk in our lives are put there to help us. They're put there to help us. The Bible says this, and I love this scripture. It says, wounds from a friend, those wounds, they can be trusted. They can be trusted. What does that mean? It means a true friend is someone that will pull you off to the side. And because they love you enough, they will challenge you to grow. Because they love you enough, what they're going to tell you is not always easy. They may say something that may hurt your feelings at first. But those things you need to listen to. They can be trusted, the Bible says. Because whenever someone loves you enough to tell you hard things, you need to perk your ears up and you need to listen. Because they are there 
to help you. There's a, there's a passage I love in a book by Henry Nguyen. Henry Nguyen wrote this. He says, when we honestly ask ourselves which person in our lives mean the most to us, we often find that it's those who, instead of giving advice, instead of giving solutions or trying to give cures or trying to fix things, they have chosen rather to share our pain and touch our wounds with a warm and tender hand. To touch our wounds with a warm and with a tender hand. One of the things I deal with most as a youth pastor are teenagers that are mad at their parents. They, I know that surprises some of y'all, but they sometimes get angry with their parents. And a lot of times they'll say, well, I'm mad at my parents because they did this. And all the time I'm thinking, I just did that last week <laughs> to one of my kids. But I don't tell them that. I'm like, well, let's talk about that. And I let them talk about it. The reality is it's not always easy. It's not always easy. It can be very difficult. But the people that walk along our lives with us, those people are there to help us. They're chosen by God, and they're there to help us. The final thing is simply this. The people who are, who, who, who are chosen by God and who are there to help us, they need to know how much they mean to you and how much they mean to me. They need to know that. So often we get busy with our lives. So often we get into the rat race and we start going and going and things get faster and faster. And what happens is, is you forget to tell people how much they mean to you. You forget to show that appreciation. Y'all, it's, it's been a great day. We've had a great day. I do want you to take the time to congratulate our graduates, but also I want you to take the time to call those people. Call those people that took you on a walk to remember and thank them for that. Thank them for that. I want to do a closing prayer. I'm going to ask Buddy Waldron to come up and do a prayer for us, please, over our graduates. Okay, everybody. Isn't that wonderful? Yes, it is. Amen. I'm going to take the liberty to tell Barry how much I appreciate his leadership, and he's done a great job with this. Let's stand together and we'll pray. Our Father, you're so good and you've shown your goodness today. Lord, we look at the faces, not just of the graduates, but the parents, the grandparents, the brothers and sisters, family members and friends. And Lord, we see you, how you've blessed us, how you've blessed these young people if they've grown and they're growing. And Lord, not only have you put people in their lives, but you will continue to. And Lord, we know that sometimes it's difficult for us as we're growing to lean and to trust and depend on others. But God, would you teach us, not just our graduates, but all of us, Lord, that you've placed people, you've ordained them into our lives. Thank you for reminding us today. And Lord, as these young folks uh, take their next step into the ventures of life, God, may you guard them and protect them from the evils of this world. Strengthen them and remind them, O oh God, of the things in which they've learned. The things that this, the family and churches and teachers and all of those who've uh, surrounded uh, themselves into their lives and been brought into their lives by you. Remind them, O oh God, of those lessons and the importance. 
Father, we thank You for a church that loves their people and doesn't mind spending money, doesn't mind taking the service time, take the opportunity to show them and tell them, God, that we love them as You do. Now, fathers, we, each and all of us, as we take the step into the next step of life, as we venture out into the restaurants, maybe even today, or the homes and the celebrations, God, would You take us and empower us to be Your witnesses? Lord, that's what it's really all about. Help us to be what You want us to be, not to just today, but all the days, and we'll give You praise. Dismiss us now with Your care. It's our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.